From whose womb did the ice come forth, and who has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven? The waters become hard like stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. From the book of Job, about 600 B.C. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 17th to 24th, 2017, the last quarter of the worm moon. Some natural events for this quarter moon. We may have had our last major winter snowstorm this past week. But that isn't to say that we won't have our first major spring snowstorm next week. And here is the story of that late storm as seen from our Moose Island Field Station on Passamaquoddy Bay. After several days of very cold and windy weather, everything seemed to ease up at once. The wind calmed itself. The galloping white caps on the bay became gentle waves rising and falling. A soft overcast rolled in over the island like a great down comforter, and sure enough, it warmed up a little. Walking along the shore, you could feel the enveloping damp moving softly in. They say some of the old-timers could smell snow coming, and that was the feeling in the calm before the storm that you could sense the snow before it started. A soft moisture in the air, a white sky, and a thin shadowless light everywhere held still all morning. Now and then a few tiny flakes swirled around on faint air currents, not really falling, just lingering and then moving on again. By mid-afternoon, the wind had come up and was singing through trees, waving their arms in the air like holy rollers. The snow started slowly at first, with a few flakes peeking in at the windows and then hurrying on by. Dead leaves hurried along the ground as though trying to get home before the storm broke. Soon enough, it looked as though someone had upturned a titanic bag of flour over the entire county. Streamers of white snaked along the ground, and clouds of white tore through the air like a stampede of ghostly horses off the water. The chimney hummed bass notes, and the stovepipe tenor. All through the night the storm raged, and the wild wind rattled every window and door like a madman seeking shelter or blood. We retreated early to the big bedroom under the eaves, and just as we were about to turn out the lights, they went out by themselves, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The whole island was covered in a thick carbon black broken only by the flash every four seconds of the Cherry Island light over on the Canadian side of the bay. At first light, the man of the house climbed down the stairs to start the day, kitchen was in the forties, but soon a fire was chugging in the old tempwood stove and waves of heat were rolling off it and the teapot was whistling on the kitchen range for that first cup of coffee while the cherry island light winked across the water. As daylight came the winds diminished and we scanned the white expanse speckled with shredded leaves, bright green hemlock twigs, hackmatack cones, rusty, shattered stems of knotweed, and shingles from the neighbor's barn, which had shielded us from the full force of the gale. 
The power was still out, but we knew the dauntless crews from Bangor Hydroelectric. I love that name. Why did they have to change it? We're hard at work somewhere. So after shoveling for a while, we took a mid-morning walk to survey the rest of the island. Men on tractors and in trucks bumped merrily along, clearing the ways with glee. In the south end, we noticed that porch lights were on. Home again, the lights were shining and the furnace was running. Only the Cherry Island light was dark. Here's a field and forest report. Blue Hill Tree Warden Phil Norris will be offering a pruning workshop on Saturday, April 1st, beginning at 10 a.m. in the orchard of the Theodore Stevens House, the Congregational Parsonage at 2 Main Street. Your commentator hopes to be there, too. Do come and bring your saw. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from Pete Seeger, 1919 to 2014. Snow, snow falling down, covering my dirty old town. Covers the mailbox, the farm, and the plow. Even barbed wire seems beautiful now. Covers the station, covers the tracks. Covers the footsteps of those who will not be back. In from the American poet E.E. E. Cummings, 1894-1962. The snow doesn't give a soft white dam whom it touches. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>